0: Oh shit. Let's fucking light this cigarette. One of those weeks, guys. One of those weeks. righty then. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast, everybody. Hope you've had a great week out there. As always, what's been going on in your world? Hopefully good things, hopefully good musical things or whatever. It's, you know, a music podcast of sorts. And I do apologize for that last episode, guys. Uh, It was 420. What do you want from me? You know, I celebrated earlier, you know. That was actually supposed to be episode 150 of this podcast, um, but it's made it 420. So this is the real 150 episode. That one doesn't even fucking count. I'm not even gonna tally that one up we'll leave it out it was a fun time whatever we hung out um but we're back now and there's plenty of music to talk about so i'm not gonna waffle on too much let's just get into music shit for this week shall we guys like i said i hope you've been good out there i've been busy as shit um so i haven't got around to as much music of my own that i would have liked to have uh you know at least tended to a little bit you gotta water that garden you know Otherwise, things will not grow, uh, which is evident with my uh, slow music production at the moment. But whatever, I'll get around to it. Got to get into the swing of things. It's been a fucking topsy-turvy time, and uh, shit's going on in the music world right now that I think is more important than we're really paying attention to as musicians out there, which, you know, uh, everybody's a musician deep down, let's face it, Um of some kinds and then you just got to train an instrument to be able to actually get that out of you. Music is like language that's in humans. If you like music, you are a musician. You just don't have the outlet to be able to, you know, contribute to that um, beast, that artistic beast. But, um, you know, put some time in, learn how to play the guitar. It's fucking fun. And it's pretty easy. Trust me. (laughs) I could be way better at it than I actually am. But there's a big lawsuit going on at the moment. Uh, between some motherfuckers representing um, some estate or some shit, uh, versus our old ranger friend, Ed Sheeran. Um, old redhead British dude with a loop pedal, Ed Sheeran. Now, I've been given grief by Ed Sheeran, well, his team, I guess, his uh, record label or whatever, because at one point in the past, many, 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 many episodes ago... um. I was supposed to do an interview with an artist and I declined to do this interview because the single he was putting out there um, was, to me, a bit of a fucking ripoff of an Ed Sheeran song. And so, on the podcast, I showed a little clip of Ed Sheeran's song and this dude's song. Um, just to show you, that's why I didn't really want to interview him and I didn't really want to fucking praise this song too much because, to me, it was an obvious ripoff. Right? Um, However, I got copyright st- struck or whatever. I got warnings about copyright um, potential copyright infringements uh, through Spotify for that episode on multiple, multiple occasions. And it will probably still come up again in the future. Like right this week, I've had three come up on separate occasions for the same fucking Post Malone song I put in that last episode. Three. And every single time I just reply with the same thing. No, I have rights to use this because it's for educational or critical or comedic purposes. That's what I'm using it for, right? Um, But yeah, they still keep on striking me. Likewise, Ed Sheeran did in the past. When, if he actually bothered to listen to that fucking episode, it was me defending him because someone else was ripping him off. Whatever. Now I'm not defending him. Uh, because he's getting sued this time for uh, ripping off a Marvin Gaye song, which everybody knows. It's called uh, Let's Get It On. So there's an old song of uh, Ed Sheeran's called Thinking Out Loud. And the verse of it basically has the exact same chord progression. Yeah, it's a half step down or whatever, but, it's, you know, if you were to put the number system to it, I think it's a one, three, four, five or something like that. I can't remember haven't bothered to learn this song, it's not that appealing to me. Uh, but anyway, it's a four chord loop that's uh, pretty prevalent in Marvin Gaye's song. It's the entire song and it's the verse for Ed Sheeran's song. So Ed Sheeran's song at least has a chorus and stuff like that. The lyrics are not the same. The vocal melodies, I don't think, are very reminiscent of each other. Um, however, everything else in the background is definitely the same song, right? Um... But that's, there's a, there's a lot to get into with this. Um, what should I start with? Should I just show you guys what I'm talking about first? Uh, and then we'll talk about it a little bit afterwards. Yeah, we'll do that. So the, 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 they have the same chord progression, the same rhythmic trope through the whole fucking thing, where they have this anticipated beat three, where it's got this... Bom, 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 right? So it's phrased in that way. Uh, anyway... Uh, so here they are I'll go, go show you a little clip This is the, the verse of this Ed Sheeran song Thinking Out Loud or something like that um, And Marvin Gaye's song Which everybody knows uh, Kind of spliced into each other Put into the same key And um, yeah, lyrically and vocally They're nothing alike But listen to the music It's pretty much identical Sounds like this Baby my You can kind of get where I'm going with that, right? So it opens up a bit of a can of worms, uh, this particular lawsuit, because there's not enough to infringe. Like, we've agreed, and we've talked about this on the podcast, that you cannot copyright a chord progression, right? You can't do that. You can't copyright chords, let alone a chord progression. Otherwise, every single fucking major pop star will be owing someone fucking money, right? For that one, six, four, five chord progression that's in so much fucking pop music these days it's ridiculous it actually kind of peaked around the mid 2000s towards 2010 apparently according to statistics of the use of this progression but you know it's out there go check out the axis of awesome fucking mashup of all these different songs like that's where it's known as the axis progression because of that comedy routine right anyway what's interesting about this case to me is that They're alike, but they're alike because of a borrowed tool in that genre's toolbox, if that makes sense. Let me explain a little bit. Every single genre has its certain tropes, right? You can't sue someone for the use of a distorted guitar because they're a metal band and you happen to be the first metal band with a distorted guitar, right? It's just a trope of that genre, you know? oh fuck, he used double kick in a breakdown. Shit, we were the first ones to do that. You know, everybody's borrowed from everybody. That's how music is evolved and pushed forward and stuff, right? It's that everyone's a collage of the fucking giants that came before them or something like that, right? So this just being basically a lawsuit about vibe, right? it's the vibe it can't be the chords it can't be the rhythm because that's the kind of trope of that song or that style of song um what else the lyrics are nothing the same and if you go back into Marvin Gaye's catalog he's got fucking songs that are rip-offs of other songs as well same chord progressions in the same rhythm sort of motif right something like that anyway what I think is happening in the future. This is why I truly believe we need to bolster down some of these copyright rules and what should be allowed, shouldn't be allowed. Should more people be credited or do we just let it go and just, it's all up for grabs, right? Because we're looking down the barrel of this AI future, right? Everyone knows about chat and, or GPT and all these fucking, um, like artwork AI programs they can produce artwork I've used it on my Instagram if you guys have checked out my Instagram sometimes I just chuck keywords into this program from the episode and it produces a piece of art and that's my Instagram post it's just something that the fucking phone spat out to me right um, and it's very convincing that it's good you know it's good artwork you can get it to mimic certain styles of certain artists and all this sort of shit and it's pretty damn convincing. Eventually, it's going to happen in music. We know it's down the fucking road, right? We know it's happening. Um, so who gets credited for that stuff? So AI is going to use tropes of things. And if you typed into fucking some AI machine, fucking something along the lines of, oh, um, write a Marvin Gaye song. Um, with lyrics about, I don't know, getting married or whatever the hell that song's about um, and make it a bit more modern feeling, it would probably punch out a fucking Ed Sheeran song, right? The one that is getting sued for. So I don't know. It's interesting to see how this one goes. Whatever. That's fucking the news for the week. Let's move on to the reviews of albums of new music and shit. Sorry, Curtis is trying to call me right now, but um, should I answer it? Nah. Wait. Uh, I'll call. L- let's let's see what the fuck Curtis has to say, and I'll uh, when we get back into this. I'll call him back afterwards. Let's see how this goes. Is this coming through at all? Is this coming through at all? Maybe a little bit. Well. Well, I might have missed him. This might be the most boring section or segment of my podcast ever. Is that time we uh missed a call from Curtis and called him back and he didn't answer. Well that's enough rings. I'm not waiting around any longer. Fuck it. Alright, music shit for this week. Ah, uh, there are a couple of singles that came out, I don't really know where to start. Um Oh wait, he's calling back. <sighs> Alright, let's do it. Yo, yeah, not bad, man. I'm doing the podcast right now. You're on the podcast. I'm holding the phone up towards the microphone. I don't know where the speaker is on my phone, so I don't know where to hold it. But I don't know. Ah, good shit, man. All right, dude, give us give us twenty minutes, and I'll I'll call you back. Yeah, too easy. Enjoy. All right, peace, bro. Alright, I had nothing to say with him. I had no idea how to sort out that audio. He would have joined us for the other segments, but fuck it. Next time. Next time, guys. Whatever. Whatever. So, singles came out this week. God. Uh, Sleep Token bought out something. Um, They bought out a new one from their their albums. They've they've released six singles for this album. That's going to drop in May, apparently. Um... And that might be half the album already out. I don't know. But this new one, guys, it's called, uh, shit. It's an acronym. It's D-Y-W-T-Y-L-M. And I'm pretty sure it stands for, uh, Do You Wish That You Loved Me? Because it's a prominent fucking lyric in the chorus, I guess. Um, and... I don't know guys it 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 sounds a little bit like this check it out Yeah. So um like that's not me picking a weird part of the song or anything. That's literally the entire song. It goes nowhere. And it starts from less. Um so <laughs> I chatted to Liam about this. We were hanging out the other day. And um he he made a good point. He he said fucking if this was a song that like say we were just starting off as a band, we've got two or three tracks jamming we're doing stuff like Sleep Token Duke, right? So they've got their their heavier sort of songs, and we didn't have much in our discography, you know. That's kind of a, a few tracks. We just start not, and then someone comes to the band with, "Hey, look, this is the new song idea. Check this out." And that was the track they played. We'd have to have a band meeting and discuss the direction and the future of our music, right? Because it's, I don't know, it's that. It's not a Sleep Token song with the things that you would expect. It doesn't have those elements. Uh, it's kind of shit. Um, so, yeah. Lucky they have enough of a following, enough of a vibe behind them to justify that. To just throw a random spanner in the works, like that kind of track. But, you know, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. This one's kind of whatever. Yeah, that's it. I got another single I want to talk to you guys about um just cuz it's a buddy of mine uh it's a dude that I kind of like played guitar with when I was younger and you know I kind of you know really got into guitar because of this dude I owe him a lot fucking Chris Wince Winterburn old Chrissy Wince uh, he's moved over to Melbourne so he's doing about of dance shit these days and he's just uh released a um I don't know just a single it's not quite an EP or anything like that. It's called Ex Machina. And I just thought I would just show you guys a little bit of it, just to, you know, give him some more Spotify spins or whatever. Just, um, you know, throw some love towards my buddy, Chris. He's fucking doing some electronic music. It sounds a little bit like this, check it out. Yeah, shout out, Wince. Let me light the smoke. Yeah, he's over there in Melbourne. Yeah, having fun, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, shout out, Wince. Dude, Wince, if you listen to this, reach out. Come on the podcast. Let's talk about the music and let's play some guitar and shit. Ah, that'll be fun. But anyway, guys, let's get on to some albums. I don't know. I don't want to drag on too long because this is, you know you know a checking in music episode there's a there's a band out uh called Red Hook and um they've released their album uh and the only reason i'm talking about it is this band and i don't like a fucking again i don't really think there's much musically on offer with this band but it might be up your alley it, it's pretty cool in parts uh it's a band called Red Hook they're i don't know where they're out of somewhere here in australia i guess because our buddy Um, Rob Nassif, who's the guy that owns the Hen House Rehearsal Studios, so a lot of people in Perth would know who the hell this guy is, used to drum for a band called Gyroscope. Um, but he manages bands these days, and this is one of the bands he's managing. Saw it all come up on Facebook, they released their album, I checked it out, so here it is a little bit, this is Red Hook, their album's called, uh, where is it on my notes? Oh, Postcard from a Living Hell. Um... That seems like a weird name. Postcard from... If it was a real living hell, you don't have time to send a postcard. Fucking hell. Anyway, here's a little song. It's, uh, this song's called The Critic. Uh, so, yeah, this is the band Red Hook. Now, to me, guys, it just seems like the hyper-pop sort of stuff. What is that pop-rocky sort of pop-punky stuff? I don't know. You know, there's this kind of like a sort of genre of music where it's kind of futuristic, sort of sounding. I don't know. I guess just the female vocals over that rock stuff sort of gives that sort of vibe to me. I don't know. Fucking yeah, that's Red Hook. They're doing well. They were like a feature album on Triple J uh, a week or so ago, and um. Because they had like a fucking Jabberwocky or some shit song that came out earlier. and I don't know. When you have weird words like that, it sticks in people's minds because they never heard it before. They want to know what the hell it means. So they listen to the song and, uh, you know, get no answers or whatever. Something like that. But anyway, that was fucking Red Hook, guys. I hope you enjoyed that one. And check out the rest of the album. Support Rob Nassif from the old Hen House over there. He's doing well. He's, you know, managing bands and shit now. He's barely at the hen house. But yeah, it's always good to catch up with him. Back in the early days when I was starting this podcast, he was was keen to come on as a guest, but I kind of like chickened out. But now he's probably not keen for it or something. I don't know. Maybe in the future, guys, we'll get him on. We'll talk some drums and shit like that. But anyway, last album. Let's talk about this one, guys, because uh, last year, the Mars Volta, the great the Mars Volta, um bought out an album and now they've just released like an acoustic reimagining of this album um and it's pretty sick it's nice sort of uh it's not as difficult listening as the Mars Volta tend to be sometimes what is it called you ask ah good question um here I go let me try this Quedios tell uh already fucked it up three syllables in <laughs> Good lord! What the fuck is his name? Uh, Dios te mel- tig- mel- Maldíga, mal- Maldíga, Maldíga mi corazón. Cor- whenever you do Spanish sort of shit like this, you got to put the fucking accent on, but it sounds racist. I'm sorry about that. Quedios te Maldíga mi corazon, 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 Corazon. Uh, you know, um, you know, cowzone, um, que Dios te mitiga me, um, cowzone, corazon, whatever, it means, uh, may God curse you my heart, may God curse you my heart, apparently, according to Google Translate, but whatever, it is what it is. It's the Mars Volta. What do you fucking expect? You expect it to actually make sense? Good lord. You don't know who the Mars Volta are. And that's what we're here to do on this podcast is educate y'all. Um, it's a beautiful little acoustic album. It's um, it's not just acoustic. It's got a whole bunch of other elements in there. It's, here's a little snippet of it so you get a taste of it. But this is one of those albums that you can listen to start to finish because a lot of it's... A lot of it's in English, but there's some Spanish in there every now and then, but you don't don't really care because it's just fucking music. You just vibe with it. Sometimes you just don't give a shit what they're doing musically or lyrically or anything else. It's just the vibe, you know? It's like watching one of those movies that makes no sense, but it's just the cool movie anyway. So fuck it, right? Um, Anyway, I'm not gonna pronounce this fucking album name again. This is a snippet from one of the songs, guys. check that one out it's the Mars Volta now it it's on to me I had my buddy Joe around um the other day and uh he didn't know who the Mars Volta were right uh which surprised me because you know we've been friends we talk music all the time but you know we didn't grow up together we're kind of recent friends right so obviously I've got tons of holes in my musical journey that he's had filled in his life and vice versa. So when I mentioned the Mars Volta to him, he was fucking keen to go down a rabbit hole because he, I showed him some bullshit track. So it's dawn on me that you guys might not know who the Mars Volta are. And if you're a musician out there, you might fucking cringe. So how do I really explain what I'm going to end this podcast with? Um, it's a song. It's a song by the Mars Volta. Uh, And it's chaos, and that's what they're known for, is for just utter fucking brutality, Um, as far as just choppy rhythms and like, they're not a heavy metal band, they're the Mars Volta, you can't pin these guys down into anything, right? Um, But I'm going to show you a song that kind of displays all the good things, right? So a lot of Mars Volta is difficult listening. But then there's good payoff every now and then, right? Not all the time. I'm not going to recommend any album start to finish or anything like that. But if it was to get started, Deloused in the Comatorium" is pretty good. And that's where this uh, song's from. It's called, "God damn It." another stupid name I don't really know how to say. Sisatras uh, Cicatras. Let's say that. C-I-C-A-T-R-I-Z. Sisatras um, E-S-P. That's the name of this song. I'm going to finish the podcast with this to let you guys know that fucking Mars Volta is chaos, cool, incredible drumming, incredible guitar, incredible orchestration, great singing, but just massive chunks of space with jamming and weird noises and shit. So when you think the song's over, it's not. And you'll look and you'll be like, wait a minute, there's still fucking 30 minutes left of this. And um, yeah, no shit. That's what the Mars Volta do to you. Um, But it is what it is, guys. Hope you've had fun. We'll be back because there's some wicked albums coming out this month and I'm keen to get into them and I might have to digest them a little bit before we chat about them, but that's just what it is. It's been a busy time, guys. Um, That's the Jam Room Podcast for this fucking week. Have a great time out there. We're going to get started on our little um, uh, bullshit dive into breakdowns and, you know, the best thereof, uh, according to people I know who reach out to this podcast. So be one of those people, guys. Be one of those people that reaches out with what you consider some of the greatest heavy drop fucking breakdowns of all time. I want to make a big fucking list and I don't want to leave anything out because that will piss people off. Not really. I don't, don't really care about that. But I also want to make it a fun fucking episode and I want your suggestions featured as well. And you'll hear our stupid thoughts about it. Curtis is moving back to town. He's moving back to old Perth town in a week or so. Um, so he might be on the podcast, we'll see, he might join us for this breakdown shit, because he's my authority on gay hardcore music, (laughs) or whatever. Um, but anyway, this is the Mars Volta, guys, and this was the Jam Room Podcast. Hope you had fun, guys, reach out with all your shit, all my details are in the description of the podcast, and the podcast notes, use them, or not, it's completely up to you, I don't really care, guys, just have fucking fun out there and make some music. All right, that's it. You're about to hear some Mars Volta. Take care now. Bye-bye then. (laughs)
1: Thank <laughs> you.